everyone. Welcome back to Bad on Paper Podcast. I'm Becca Freeman. And I'm Grace Atwood. We're talking about beauty today. Oh, my favorite topic. We wanted to get in some summer beauty goodness before summer's over. Yes. Grace has been trying a lot of products. Well, it's my job. She has a lot of wisdom to share. I have a lot to say. But before we get into it, we have exciting announcements. We have travels. We have complaints. We have a big announcement. You guys, we're coming for you. We're going on tour in the fall. We're going to tell you all about it. Yes. But first, we're going to talk about ourselves. Because this is our podcast. And we do what we want. (laughs) We're sassy today. Very sassy. Grace, Tell me about your high. I can see it on here and I'm very jealous. Yeah, I have a lot to say. So I got to go to Toronto. I guess this episode comes out on Wednesday. So it was like a week and a half ago. I went to Toronto for the premiere of Where'd You Go Bernadette? I got to stay at the Four Seasons, which was lovely. I got to meet the whole cast and the director, Richard Linklater. um, You got to meet... Kate Blanchett. Yes, she was so beautiful. I was like, Kate, your skin is even more beautiful in person. And she's like, she laughed. She was ve- she's very snarky and funny, she, which I didn't expect. And she was just like, honey, it's makeup. And I was like, well, that's really good makeup. Yeah, tell me those tips. But I like to think it's SK2. Can you, are you allowed to talk about what you thought of the movie? Yes. So the movie was adorable. It was it was such a good mix because the book is kind of like it's heartwarming, it's funny, it's a little weird, it's very feminist. I cried at the ending. This is one of my favorite books, so I really want them to do justice to it. Yeah. I, well, I'm going to be at a wedding when it comes out this weekend, so I guess I'll see it next week. I, you know what I love? I love a weekday afternoon solo movie day. I'm going to take myself to see this. You should. So, you guys, it's out August 16th. This is not a plug for it or anything, but I just really enjoyed it, and I had a great time on the trip. So, I What about Toronto? Um, I did not get to see enough of Toronto. If I'm going to do Toronto, I need to go back. I've never been there. I've never been to Canada. I've never been to Toronto. I hear it's great. Yeah. So, I, I think we should do a live show there at some point. We need to get bigger. We need a bigger audience there. Wow. Me and Mommy. Um, it's true. We can't do a show anywhere. We're going to have less than 300 people. And you said this to me yourself. Yeah. Because we got to, we got to like, but we couldn't break even on our flights. I just want to go to Toronto. I know. We can also just have a girls weekend in Toronto. Okay. Can we do that? Yeah. I also want to go to, um, Vancouver, but that's further. That's too far. That's further away. Yeah. Too far, too cold. Okay. Not interested. Um, what else you got? I see you have other highs. Yeah. So the other one is that as this, when this comes out, I will be in Cape Cod with my family. There are 10 of us renting a house. So it's me, my two sisters, my sister's husbands, the three children between my two sisters and their husbands. I have a niece and two nephews and my parents. So we rented like a five or six bedroom house um, in Dennis, which is my hometown. My parents live in Charleston now. And we're going to go to the beach and have family time and barbecue. And I'm a little nervous because like I – obviously live alone and I'm a bit of a hermit so like being around 10 people for a full week might be a little tricky but it's my family and I can't wait we haven't all been together in so long that's so fun my other high is that we finally get to talk about our live shows we've been planning these like since our last live show tour so but not yet it's my turn to talk about myself my high is that I just got back from London 
Well, I guess when this airs, it'll be about a week ago. I love London. I just got back from London. I I can't remember if I talked about this on the the podcast, but I was kind of feeling like I had so much travel this summer between the podcast and between I I have five weddings this year. So I was like, I just want to go on a trip for myself. Mm-hmm. So See, I think your mistake is, well, this is if I have all that travel, I my thing for myself is I lock myself inside with movies and TV. No, I want to go somewhere. So I went to London to visit my friend Rachel, who's living there for the summer. We had a blast. It looked really fun. On it was Instagram. so fun. I I've been to London before, so there wasn't like a ton of pressure to do all of the touristy things. It was super hot the first couple of days. We um, were just like trying to beat the heat. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, we just went on long walks. She was staying in Bayswater, which is right near Notting Hill. So we just like would go on long walks and like pop into shops. We ate a ton of really great food. We saw, um, oh, I, I mentioned this when I said I was going. We we saw Six, the musical, which was amazing. I'm here to say that it's going to be the next Hamilton. Oh, I can't wait. To see so it. good. It's in Chicago and Boston right now. Okay. So if you go to either of those places, you can see it. Um, we had a wild night out. We went to this like pub and we danced. I haven't been dancing in a long time. We, yeah, I don't know when I, if you don't count Tracy Anderson, I haven't been dancing yeah. in a long time. I w- went to the Victorian Albert Museum. Like it was the perfect mix of like fun and culture and eating. And it was great. It was, it was excellent all around. I'm so glad I did it. It was perfect. I'm glad you did it too. Now, what about your low? Um, my low is that I've deeply overextended myself and I'm going to die. Not actually. Um, so I, this is very privileged to say I've created this problem and I will live with it. I will make it. Um, I've just like deeply overextended myself and I'm drowning. Um, I went on this trip and I came back on Monday and I'm leaving on Thursday to go to a bachelorette party in Vegas and then I'm staying in San Francisco for a week because I have a wedding the next weekend in wine country so it didn't make sense to come back um I've crammed so much into the not even 72 hours that I'm in New York I'm I'm just feeling tired and overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and I've created this monster and this monster is me so yeah not the best planning on my part. Mm. I am quite excited for when I'm back in mid-August to have a weekend that I don't leave my apartment. Yes, that's all I want. When I get back from the Cape the weekend after, I'm going to be such an introvert. It's good. We have the same schedule, so we can, we'll be introverting the same weekend. Yeah. Oh, uh, Yeah, I'm... We can do like a bagel walk. Like we'll go yes. buy bagels together and, and then, then walk back go to back our- to our own apartments and not eat them together. Exactly. Yeah, I'm into that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm having a rough, rough week. Yeah. I came down here guns blazing. Yeah. I've come down a little, but um, I walked in the door and Grace was like, how are you? And I was like, a minute away from a panic attack. Yeah. So <laughs> here we are. Here we are. Grace, tell me your low. So I don't have a real low this week. Like, things are pretty good. I'm a little stressed on the work front, but, like, what else is new there? Mine is dating is just so goddamn strange. Wait, does this mean you went on a a date? Yeah, so we haven't even caught up. So I had a really good date on Monday night. Okay. He's very cute. He's very smart. He um, 
I don't want to give away too many details. Well, now, like, I don't think he would listen to this. But, um, like, we had a really fun time. We traveled. Like, you know, the, the sign of a good date is always that you change locations. So then, like, I texted him goodnight when I got home. And I was like, I, I had a great time. You have the best sense of humor. And he wrote me back, like, basically and was like, yeah, too bad you didn't ask me to come home with you. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh. This date okay, was so, perceived very differently on both sides. Yeah, I was like, oh, I would totally hang out with him again. Like, would totally, like, have him come home with me, like, in a date or two. Like, I'm just not, like, a first night, first night slumber party type of girl like and it's fine if you are I just personally I don't unless I I have to get to know someone a little bit better before that happens are you just saying that because your mom's listening um my whole family is listening no I am saying it because that's just how I feel I'm kidding I was just just joshing and I think everyone's different and if you can like have a one night stand like that's awesome I know I can't so I was just like bummed out and then I like sent him a text the next day and he took like uh, like uh, like 14 hours to reply. So I was like, this is going nowhere. So it's over. Yeah. So I went, I got very excited to like very much like, oh no, we just had totally different agendas. Like, oh wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I was really excited and now I'm just like, okay, that was, yeah. Can I tell you the other great part about London? What? You know how you feel about Chicago where you were like, all the men are Hemsworths. Yeah. In London, I was like, everyone is attractive. I want, I like all yeah, of these guys. British guys are amazing. They're, oh. they're all gorgeous. They're smart. They're funny. A lot of them have bad teeth, though. I I was very into the talent over there. Yeah. Very into the it. talent. <laughs> the talent. <laughs> so should we tell the people our thing? Yes. So guys, guess what? We're hitting six cities this fall and we're so excited we're actually probably hitting we're probably adding to this list but this is the start this we is have the start. a couple of repeats but a lot of new shows by popular demand so on october 2nd we are going to be at Cobb's comedy club in san francisco probably our most requested city i used to live there i'm very excited i cannot wait this is we're we're going to the west coast I've always I, I just can't believe we're doing this. It's gonna be so much fun. It's also gonna be a big reunion. We have a lot of friends out there. This is gonna be a great show. And I already know our guests in San Francisco are gonna be amazing because there's so many great authors, influencers, business owners, people that we know out there. But tell them more. Yes. So then October 16th, we are going back to DC. We're going back to City Winery. This time we're taking over the big room because we sold the little room out. DC was one of our most enthusiastic shows. You guys loved the books. We're going to put together a whole new show. I'm amped. Yes. Then October 17th, we're going to the Punchline in Philadelphia. I'm so excited about this one. The Punchline, just like, it's so iconic. I think because I follow so many comedians and they're all always performing there. It's going to be the city of sisterly love. Yes. Then we're going to, I'm really excited for this one because I haven't spent like any time here. We're going to Atlanta, October 23rd to City Winery. And then November 1st, we're back in New York City. So it's the day after Halloween. So we highly encourage you to come in costume. No. I want them to. Do whatever I'm you gonna want. I'm going to wear a Halloween costume and Becca's not. Yeah. We, we are going to be, this is, I have goosebumps talking about this. We're going to be at Gramercy Theater. So excited. Yes. And then on November 6th, we're going to be in Dallas at the House of Blues. Yes. So here's the scoop. If you would like tickets, 
go to badonpaperpodcast.com backslash live and there'll be links to all of the shows and all of the sites. We'll also put up new shows as, as we announce them. Um, get tickets now. Before they sell out and also just to preserve our sanity because we just want to know how many tickets are sold and it really makes us anxious if people wait till the last minute. Don't wait till the last minute. Yes. Also, bring your friends. This is like the most fun girls night. We at, at our past at our summer tour one of the bits of feedback we got was that so many of you brought your friends you do not have to listen to our podcast to enjoy it it's a fun girls night out we talk about books we talk about relationships we talk about friendship we have great guests so you do not have to listen to the podcast to have a great time at our show yes bring your non-podcast listening friends grab a ticket it's fun we're gonna drink some wine we're gonna grace is maybe gonna wear a costume and we're gonna chat we don't drink wine. We drink tequila, but everyone else drinks wine. Okay. Well, yes. whatever. It's in our rider. Drink your drink of choice. Yes. Guys, badonpaperpodcast.com backslash live. We are so excited. Please show some love and buy your tickets now. Don't sleep on it. Don't sleep on it. And also just a quick note about tickets. We decide which markets to go to based on analytics. It's not like, oh, we just want to go here. So the reason that we pick these cities is that this is where we have the most listeners. So if you want us to come to your city, keep spreading the word. Do the good work. Yeah. Okay. So we're not going to do a desperation minute because... This is our desperation we, minute. This is that our- on paperpodcast.com backslash live. You sound like Jared Freed. Like he, he'll like repeat a, a URL like a million times. I'm going to do it now. Bad on paperpodcast.com backslash live. Got a little tripped up there, huh? I did. It's too many words. It's, it's a tongue twister. Should we just rename the podcast? Yeah, but we're so excited. We cannot wait. We, we both kind of realized that we this is something we genuinely love doing and it's becoming a really important part of the podcast to us. Yeah. So come. All right. On to the beauty. Mm -hmm. So today we wanted to have a fun little beauty episode because I feel like we've both been trying so many new things. We both updated our beauty routines quite a bit for summer. And so I wanted to talk about that. So we're going to go through like the best products that we've tried recently and then kind of by category talk about how we beat the heat and just like what we're loving right now um, across hair, makeup, skincare, sunscreen, everything. So this is kind of like a summer beauty bonanza. Grace, I feel like you are going to be the star of today's episode because you try way more beauty products than I do. So I only have a few things that are new and I see a, a few, but of I'm favorites. excited to learn. Yeah. So I have a lot to say. I, I will have my cart ready. And because I know people will ask, we will post a list of the products in the Facebook group. So please do not DM us. Go to the Facebook group and we will have a list that you can click through. Yes. It'll be really nice. Yes. Okay. So first up, we're going to talk about the best products that we have tried recently. I have a lot to say here. Can I start? Yes, this is your show. This is my show. This is my jam, you guys. You know, like, I mean, if you read my blog, you know that, like, I'm, like, a beauty junkie. So I feel like this is my, this is my Christmas. Like, what was your, what was your, oh, yours was Idea of You. This is my Christmas. Oh, yes. The, the Super, my Super Bowl was the Idea of You. I'm just here to shop. This is my Super Bowl. Okay. First and foremost, the Dr. Bader, Dr. Botter, I still say Bader, body cream. So I'm anxiously awaiting more. Um, it is fantastic. It's so hydrating. It um, it has a lot of great claims. So I only tried it for a week. So I didn't get to tr- 
like truly see the 28 day results, but people are saying that it has reduced stress, the stretch marks. I have stretch marks on my hips that I got like in, I don't, they don't bother me. They're fine. But like I've had them since high school. Like when I hit puberty, I got hips and I got them quickly. So my skin stretched out. Um, they say that it actually reduces the appearance of cellulite. There's no actual way to get rid of cellulite, but you can minimize the appearance. Um, and that it like retexturizes it. Like there's the claims are so good. I did a blog post about it and I like can't wait to see if it lives up. So I'm getting more. I'm going to do a like a full test where I only use it for a month because, you know, I love my, my scientific testing. Wait, I have two questions. Yes. Okay, so first of all, how much is it? It is $165. Oh, my goodness. So do you put it, because I feel like I go through a body cream pretty quickly. Do you put it all over your body no. or do you only put it in certain places? So if you're, like, super rich and bougie, you, like, slather it mm. on everywhere. I put it on my upper arms because I have, like, some texture issues there. I put it on my butt and my thighs and my stomach. Okay, so then you you use and then I use like, lotion mm-hmm. for like your legs. Yeah, and then I use my Waleda body butter on all the rest of me. Okay, which you can get at Target. Oh, one hundred and sixty dollars is. I know, but I'll say they gave me like the smallest little lab sample, and it's you do not need a lot of it. So, like, guys, if you can't spend this money, don't spend like buy the face cream before you buy the body cream. But I'm loving the body cream. Okay, what else? Are you loving that might be more affordable? I see the next one. The next one's more affordable. It's like $5 if you have the membership. So Beauty Pie, the hand cream, the retinol hand cream, I just can't get over what a difference it's made in my hands. Like I've always had like rather old looking wrinkly hands and I think they look so much better. I'm like holding my hand to Becca right now. I'm like, praise my hand. I think your hand looks great, but I don't have a before. Do you have a before photo? No, I wish I had one. Oh, I would love to see that. Yes, but this like it, it's it makes a noticeable difference. The next one is a brand called Cozia, K O S I A. Um, you can get it at Sephora. My friend Sarah, who is an amazing beauty blogger, got me into this. She calls it her vacation foundation, and it's basically face oil with a little bit of coverage. So it gives you so much dewiness and radiance with like just a tiny bit of coverage. I used it during my yoga retreat naturally and just felt like it made my skin look really radiant and glowy, but like slightly covered up like any redness. Okay. The next one was an obsession from a few weeks back. I'm still loving, this is a good drugstore one, that Revlon HD Shine Liquid Lipstick. So She's on Fire is my favorite color. It's a bright red orange shine and it's like it looks like vinyl like it's super shiny and like really pretty so it would be like a good like night out lipstick like I don't wear it all day but in the summer when I have a little bit of tan and my favorite thing is like like barely any eye makeup oh my god speaking of eye makeup there's something in my eye um like a like a little mascara a strong brow and like bright red lips and like tan skin and I think that's like the prettiest the prettiest beauty look the other one that's a newer discovery from this year is the Lolabo shower oil. You know, I had to include a shower product in here. This I know we we kind of like bullied you into stopping promoting shower gels because you, if you're a newer listener, you might not know this, but at one point in the podcast, at the very I fucking beginning, love shower gel. Grace had endorsed probably five different shower gels over the course of a month. And if you and look in the my thing, shower, they're all there. The thing about her is, is that she's not lying she uses all of them but it's just she she goes through shower gel at a much faster clip than other people okay well this shower gel was a gift from alex who was on the podcast a few weeks ago alex brought me this as a peace gift because i had 
been seriously injured by her cat, um, Oscar, who scratched me. It made it look like I slipped my wrist. So it w- it's this amazing Lilabo oil. It smells like orange blossom. It's fantastic. It's super hydrating. Okay. Okay, the next two are probably maybe, I don't know, everything on this list is like the real good stuff. Like I've tried like 50 new products this summer, but these two might be the best. So the first one is the Drunk Elephant Bronzing Drops, which I love because I just mix in like literally one drop. So this bottle is going to last me forever with my Dr. Bader botter in the morning. And it just gives you like a little bit of a bronze glow. Like, again, I'm obsessed with being tan. But this is just like it's it's all natural. It's all organic. And it just makes you look like really, really pretty. Okay. And then the last one is it's a product from Herbivore. It's called Bakukiol. There is a review up on my blog if you type in B-A-K-U-C-H-I-O-L, which is actually a plant-based retinol. Um, it's not a true retinol because retinol is a chemical um, beauty product. But it um, it has all the same properties as retinol. And it is great for texture. It will like help smooth out fine lines, help with aging, help with rough spots on your face. Like It's fantastic. I tested it for well over a month, and I... like love it you can it's actually a lot gentler than traditional retinol so you can use it every day if you want I only use it like max three times a week because I have other products Mm -hmm. I like to use some nights I want to just do the Dr. Botter some nights I want to do vitamin C some nights I want to do the pharmacy um, honeymoon glow which is another favorite product so I don't do just one thing every night I mix it up based on what I think my skin needs but I am obsessed with this I love retinol like ever since our episode with Jackie I've been obsessed with making sure I use retinol at least two to three times a week and this is one that is completely clean and safe okay so you just recommended like 10 products if you had to pick one thing that you think somebody should try that is either like really different or has been the most useful what is it well, it's summer, so I'd say the bronzing drops, but I don't know if everyone else like wants to be tan and glowy like me. For like something really effective, I'd say the Baku Heel. Okay. Yeah. I know it's a lot, and I know that not everyone gets sent a lot of products like I do, and not everyone has unlimited budgets to devote to their beauty products, but this is the good stuff. Becca, talk to me. I see things that I've told you about, so it makes me happy. Yeah, we have a few things. A lot of these I've mentioned as previous obsessions, but I'm reinforcing that. I actually think it would be really interesting to go back at some point and do an episode that is just our obsessions and whether we're still obsessed with them or not. Oh, that would be fun. Because there's definitely things that I've said that I'm obsessed with that I'm over now or things that I like. What's something you're over now? Mm, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I'm sure that there are things. Okay. And then there's other things that I just want to like... I've talked about once and it would be like my American Eagle underwear. It would be weird if I brought that up every episode, but I'm still obsessed with it. Yeah. Anyway. So, okay. The first thing is that I started using the Vintner's Daughter Serum. And I feel like this has been talked about. Like this is nothing new. So I had been using the May Lindstrom Youth Dew Serum. Anyone who, like, knows beauty that I mentioned it to, they were like, oh, have you tried the Vintner's Daughter? Including Grace. And I was like, no, I haven't. Grace gave me some after it came up on an episode. She gave me a bottle, which was so nice of her. I'm really nice. And I was really (laughs) hoping I would hate it. Because it's $185. You know I can get you more. And 
I just don't want to be hooked on a product that is $185. Like, you know, when you add up your skincare routine, you're like, oh, cool. That's how I feel about Dr. Botter. Yeah. I hate it, but I love it. So I didn't want to like it. And I was going into it, not with a bad attitude, but just where I was like, not planning to be impressed. It's the best face oil on the market, I think. It's phenomenal. It's really, 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 really phenomenal. I feel like I notice a difference in like the glowiness of my skin from using it. Do you have it on it. today? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have a nice glow. I have no makeup on right now. Yeah. Um, so I'm a convert and I'm pissed off that I like something so much that is so expensive. Sorry. But I'm obsessed. Okay. The second thing, I mentioned this as an obsession like maybe a month ago. Also a Grace recommendation. The Ole Henriksen Banana Bright Eye Cream. I am going through this at an alarming clip. Really? Because I'm obsessed you with it. You only need a little. I use it every day. And I Like, how much are you putting on there? I mean, I'm just putting it on, like, in the morning, at night. Yeah. Like, it's if best. I take a shower during the middle of the day. Um, it's the best for dark circles. It's I've ever really tried. good. It, it has become my go-to. And this one I do not feel bad about because it is $36. Mm-hmm. So, I love recommending this one. Really good I've stopped using I had two other eye creams that I was using that were more expensive and this is kind of like my my only right now can you, say, can you share what the other two were yeah so um the first one was the Clark's Botanicals retinol I do serum. love that one I still like that one that's great for bags I say that's great for bags and this is great for dark circles and the other is uh a La Prairie serum that I bought while I was tipsy shopping Ooh. Yeah, their products are good, but they're so expensive. They're so expensive. So this has become my go-to. I'm really into it. The other thing I will say is that I am still playing with the Dr. Botter cream. So I'm distraught I am that you don't love not this susceptible. As as I'm just as susceptible as you are to the hype. You meaning anyone listening? And Grace just like nonstop talks about this, and I want to buy into the magic, and I'm only saying this because I want to be honest with you all but I don't think this one is worth the money to me and I think it's a personal thing not that like we have different standards I'm crying over here but I've been using this for a few weeks pretty regularly everyone's so different I think it's fine but I don't think it's phenomenal to me so that one I'm probably not going to repurchase but I did think it was important to give a counterpoint to the hype yeah no and I always say that I think a lot of things are really personal like for every 10 readers that tell me how much they love the Dr. Botter I get one who's like you know what it just doesn't work for me yeah not for me um next thing which I mentioned a couple of weeks ago I'm really obsessed with I placed an order through Beauty Pie who was a sponsor this is in no way sponsored but I bought a bunch of lipsticks through them and I am really into all of them and the lipsticks that I bought are, I can't, I think it's called the Future Lipstick Shine one. So yeah, it's it has a, shine in the title. It's sheer It has color to it, but it's not like a matte lip. Really into those. I, I got two of those. Um, and also got a couple lip glosses from them, which I am into. I like the lip glosses a lot. I got yeah. some too. I mentioned this probably at the beginning of the summer. This was a Cassandra thing, the Charlotte Tilbury Wonder Glow. I'm obsessed too. I this has become my summer holy grail product. 
this is like my number one. We'll talk about it more, but this is like, wow, how did I live without this? And then the last thing that I've gotten really into is the Clark's Botanical Moisture Mask. Oh, another good one. I have been using that like maybe once a week and it makes my skin feel like a baby's butt. Mm-hmm. Which is a weird thing to say, but it's true. That's my favorite after tr- after flying mask. Oh, it's really good. Yeah. So I'm really into that. So those are my newish things. I think that's a great list. So it says on here that you would like to talk about sunscreen. I have a lot. Can of I pull feelings. out your? Can I pull out a soapbox for you? Yes, I would like a soapbox. Get on it, you guys. I'm having a lot of issues and a lot of feelings about sunscreen. And Becca, I want you to share your thoughts on like what you're using too, but. I have become, because I've read way too many articles, I've become like deathly afraid of chemical sunscreen after reading about oxybenzone in particular and a lot of other chemicals um, and how bad they are for both our skin and our bodies and the environment. So first of all, I wanted to give like a quick breakdown, like what the difference is between chemical and physical sunscreens. So a chemical sunscreen actually absorbs into your skin and then it absorbs the UV the UV rays converts them into heat and releases them from the body. So the active ingredients in a chemical sunscreen um, would be avobenzone, oxytinoxate. I like read these ingredients every day, but I can't say them. I think it's octinoxate. Octinoxate. Thank you. And oxybenzone. So those are like the three main chemicals in chemical sunscreen. Then there's physical sunscreen, which is made from either zinc oxide or titanium dioxide, and that sits on top of your skin, creating a physical barrier and then reflecting the sunscreen's rays away. So when you look at chemical sunscreen, like the biggest culprit is oxybenzone. This is what is kind of destroying and bleaching out the coral reefs, which is terrifying. And I mean, terrifying for the environment. But it's also an endocrine disruptor, so that can actually interfere with everything from our metabolism to our reproductive systems, and of course, it's bad for the environment. And what's scary about it is that it's toxic in small doses. So that was something that really stood out to me, because you don't, like, the... I think a lot of the bad chemicals that we see in our skincare that are toxic are toxic in larger doses, so... It's not really as scary. This one, that really stuck with me and scares me. So I will not go, I will not go anywhere near oxybenzone, and I try and also avoid the other two ingredients. But then there's physical sunscreen. And honestly, most physical sunscreens just feel gross. So the best one that I've tried is the Beauty Counter one, and I talked about that. I like the tinted one because it doesn't leave a white cast, um, but then you cannot wear a white swimsuit if you're wearing that because it's going to... T- to dye it like flesh colored so you can't wear a white swimsuit brown is kind of I mean a black swimsuit can be kind of bad too um but the best one that that's the best I've tried so far I did this week order a few new ones from Kula because um in my Facebook group a lot of my readers there were raving about that so I tried that um everyone always talks about super goop but I just threw out a bunch of super goop because a lot of it has Um, some of the ingredients that I mentioned above. So it's interesting because Supergoop, some of their formulas are listed as clean at Sephora, but I still think some of them are not good. Hmm. So I'm like in the sunscreen conundrum. It's making me, frankly, not want to go in the sun at all. Um, But when I do, I do use the beauty counter 
um, tinted sunscreen. I have the white, the non-tinted one too, which if I really want to wear a white bikini, then I, I put on the white sunscreen to make everything match. But, um, Becca, I wanted for you to like kind of share your opinion now that I've shamed you and probably scared you too. Well, so, okay. So I do not wear sunscreen daily. I have pretty olive skin, so I don't burn on the day-to-day. I don't have good daily sunscreen habits, admittedly. I'm the same way. I don't wear it unless I'm unless I'm going in the direct sun. Me too. Like, I'm going to the beach. I'm going to the pool. And I think that the best sunscreen is sunscreen that you wear. And I have a huge tactile issue with physical sunscreen. It feels growth, gross. You know when something feels gross and it makes your skin or your, like, teeth crawl? Yeah. I hate, like, it. that's, physical sunscreen does that to me. I really hate it because it feels, um, like, it you feels can feel grimy. the particles. It feels grimy. And then, like, I also hate that you can't get it off, like, you're in the shower and, like, you, it feels like it's on for forever. The worst thing that happened, not the worst thing that happened to me is a, a, a couple years ago, I went to Trader Joe's and, or no, Whole Foods and picked up mineral sunscreen that I didn't know the brand I was just like oh I'll get this one but I didn't have any body scrub with me and the whole thing turned me white and I was fully white for the whole week I couldn't get it off it's yeah so I feel like using sunscreen is better than not using sunscreen and I know this is not environmentally friendly I know this is not body friendly but the only kind that I will wear is spray body sunscreen because it's easy and yeah it's really light it doesn't feel like like your skin can't breathe so I mean that's what I do I don't use sunscreen so regularly because I'm not at a beach or pool so often that it's something that I feel crazy about I mean the other thing not to scare you more but you know endocrine disruptors are in far more products than sunscreen so I, th- I think it's kind of one of those things where it's like you have to pick your battles. And because it's not something I'm using on a daily basis, even though I know that I should wear sunscreen on a daily basis. Yeah. It doesn't freak me out as much. What I was trying to Google while you were talking was, do you know if Sunbum, if that ha- is safe? Because it is reef safe. I don't think it's safe. There's a lot of chemical sunscreens that are also reef safe. Like... Got it. Because that one has a spray, and I know it's, like, marketed as, as natural, and I don't know what's in it or not, but that one I can tolerate. Okay. I'm going to let you know how I like the Kula one, because a lot of people said that they like it a lot. Yeah, I'm and actually I- curious to look more into Sunbum to see if it's safe or not, because that one I do like. Okay. Have you tried that? No. They have a good spray. They, the, um, they stock them at the, um, the standard hotels. Okay. That's where I tried it. So, yeah, I I get it, but it's just, it's, I don't like any of the options that are natural and safe. I know. I guess I just feel like the small doses thing was scary to me. And then the fact that I put so much sunscreen on when I am in the sun. So... I don't know. But again, like, which is worse? I'd love to know. Like, is is it the chemicals or the actual sun itself? I, that's true. I don't know. I don't know the answer. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm definitely not the poster child for good habits there. So I don't think I'm right. I'm just telling you. And this is a new what's thing What's okay. Me. What I do. Yeah. 
In the past, I definitely would use my favorite was always Neutrogena SPF 30, the spray. Like it. Yeah, that's what I use. I I love. I mean, I love it, but I'm now scared shitless of it, so I won't use it. Well, yeah. Let me know if you find a good one that is safe. Mm Hmm. Oh, apparently Sunbum says it's it's not good according to a random article i just found mm. well there's also so many random articles you have to make sure you're reading the right ones i but was just trying to google yeah. as fast as i could to see if it was good or bad before i continued to endorse it yeah i don't know i think that there's a lot to be said about sunscreen and i i don't i don't know i i, I like you do, just won't wear sunscreen unless i'm going directly into the sun which is also bad like the question I get asked, one of the questions I get asked most on DMs is like, what's your everyday sunscreen? And I'm like, don't really have one unless it's like in my tinted moisturizer. Like there's sunscreen in the, in the beauty counter do skin. I'm not a beauty counter rep. I'm talking about them a lot. Um, and I really do like that one a lot, but most days I don't even put on tinted moisturizer. Most days it's like moisturizer and a little bronzer or the bronzing drops. So sorry guys. And now I've also taken this whole thing down a level. So let's talk about something fun, which is self-tanning. Okay. So I love a good sunless tan because since I've been using the mineral sunscreen, I'm so pale. Like I don't, like when you use that, you don't even get like a little bit of color. It's just like you are very white and that's, that's fine. Pale is cute, but I like to be tan. So I do love going, I'll go to Sweetheart Tan, which is in Williamsburg. They have an organic spray tan that I kind of did for treats like I did it before our live shows and I loved how tan I looked um but I've been I bought a bunch of organic self-tanners um I've been hearing such good things about Isle of Paradise and I also really love Kula um one little trick I have for a DIY tan is to get rid of um to get rid of any of those like like if you have like a like smudge and stuff the beauty blender is great for blending so I have never self-tanned before. You've never self-tanned? No, I have. I mean, even when I'm pale, I'm not that pale. Yeah, you have a good olive complexion. And I, I maintain a tan pretty well once I do go in the sun. So I've never self-tanned. I, I don't want it to get on anything. I think that's my biggest, like, gripe. Interesting. It's, like, transferring onto sheets or clothes or things like that where I'm, like, not into that. Yeah. Um, so I've never self-tanned. The only thing I have to add here is that do you follow the founder of Isle of Paradise on Instagram? No. He's this guy named Jules Von Hepp. He's a British man. And he's a body positivity activist. And he is so sweet and endearing on Instagram. And so I feel like since following him, I know a lot more about tanning, even though it is not a world I participate in. But I think he's adorable on Instagram. So I need to follow him. That's what I got. Oh, so my friend Rachel and I always play this game where whenever we see each other, we kind of ask each other what who's the weirdest person you're following on Instagram. And he was mine recently. Okay. Because it's a it's a weird thing. Like he's this like tanning entrepreneur and he talks a lot about tanning and it's like this random British guy. But I I feel like he's a solid follow. I like their brand a lot. So that's good to know. Yeah, just letting you know. That's what I have on self-tanning. I told you, I don't have... You're the star here. 
I feel like I have so much to say. Well, great. I'm just, I'm here to learn and I'm here to tell you that Jules von Hepp is a really sweet gay man to follow on Instagram. Great. I love that. I'm going to get you a spray tan and sweetheart tan for your birthday. No, don't get me that. (laughs) It's wonderful. It's not like self-tanning is something that I'm... It's not a habit that you want to pick no, up. No, it's not like something where I'm like, oh, I never knew how to do it. I'm afraid. I'm like, I, this is not something I want to get into. You just don't want it. No. I love it. Mm-mm. I love self-tanner. Okay, I won't do that. But what about other treatments? Have you had any good spa experiences lately? <laughs> just scraping bottom here. Oh, my God. So this really I, is. I am I know. I know. I got a really good hot stone massage while I was in Seattle. Oh, that sounds amazing. And I like a hot stone massage because it's like kind of a weenie massage where like it doesn't hurt. Like they don't really go at your knots. It's kind of just a relaxing massage. But um, no, I don't do facials a lot. I rarely get a facial. I would say I get a facial once every few years. It's not my favorite spa treatment. Okay. I mean, if I'm paying for it, I it's a massage, but I do get to go to spas a lot, and I do swear by Christine Chin twice a year. Oh, don't get me wrong. If somebody gave me a free facial, I'd be all over it. But yeah. in terms of, and maybe I just haven't gotten the right ones, but in terms of lasting results, it's not somewhere where I generally put my money. And I also have non-acne-prone skin. Yeah. So I don't I think you should try Christine Chin. I think you'll love it. Because I, I also know. have non-acne prone skin and I love it. I think I'm doing fine without self-tanning and without facials. <laughs> I will just continue to spend money on my apartment. Okay, you can do that. So my so tre- tell me about yours. My treatments. Well, first I got a body wrap. Don't Did not like it. Won't recommend it. Not going to talk about the spa because they messed up my reservation and it was not good. But the... um. It was just weird. It was, like, meant to be, like, this slimming treatment, and they put you in this hot wrap and then this cold wrap, and I was, like, shaking, and it was really bad. So that was not good. Okay. But I did go to Christine Chin about a month ago and got a facial. I will be going back there at the end of summer because, Uh, you know, sunscreen can clog your pores. Okay, but to be clear, Christine Chin is the salon like the spa it's the the spa you don't actually see christine chin the person i go see coco and coco is a little monster she is this sweet unassuming asian woman probably in her maybe her 40s she's a little older than me i would say um she is just absolutely gleeful doing the extractions like when she gets something out she is so so excited and then she wants to show you the blackhead that you didn't even know that you had that she got out of your skin honestly i hate this already i hate this (laughs) she will she gets your skin perfect though Hmm. i love her and she's so sweet and she's like oh i'm so sorry i'm so sorry but then she's laughing as she gets like something bad out and she, like, does microdermabrasion and then also wants to show you afterwards, like, all the dead skin that came off. No. Oh, I love it. That's going to be a pass for me. I love seeing what comes out and what is what Do you like pimple popping videos? Are you no. just a gross person? No, those make me upset. But it, I just like seeing the results of what's coming out of my own skin. Can I tell you the semi-spa treatment that I would really like to try? What? Ear candling. Oh, I love ear candling. I've never done it. But I, I love earwax videos on... Oh, you're a gross person. Whenever I see them on, like, Instagram or whatever. But I feel like I have 
earwax buildup and I know that you're not supposed to use Q-tips. And so I, if somebody like took a whole lot of wax out of my ear and showed me, I'd love to see it. Oh, interesting. I need to, I want to go get candled like soon. Okay. I'll go with you. I don't okay. know where to do it. I've never done it. My old boyfriend and I used to go together. I'm interested. <laughs> it was it's, like an interest It's something that I have a weird fascination with. Yeah. It's pretty gross what comes out. Great. I'm here for that. I also feel like because I sleep with earplugs in that sometimes I just like push it further in. So I think there's a lot in there. Ooh. Okay. I think I have waxy ears. Well, I guess you're going to find out when you go get candles. I can't wait. I would be really excited about that. Yeah. I use Q-tips. I, I know you're not supposed to, but I don't know. I, I don't I'm really use gentle with it. Because the other thing is that whenever I use a Q-tip, I feel like it doesn't actually get rid of the feeling or like get anything out. Oh, interesting. I don't know. So we're going to take a little break to talk about one of our sponsors. Mm-hmm. So today's episode is sponsored by HelloFresh. They deliver easy seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients right to your door. So all you have to do is cook and enjoy. We both had a really busy summer of travel. So I'm personally really excited to be here to eat healthier, to cook at home. But I hate grocery shopping and I hate meal planning and I hate having too much food in my house that all goes to waste. So I've been known to get a little bit overwhelmed and just end up ordering takeout instead. But I've been really, really excited about HelloFresh because they have great recipes that you can cook in under 30 minutes. I also love that you can get a little creative because they have so many recipes. You get to choose from 17 recipes every week. So if you're like me and you're in a recipe rut, it's a good way to try new things. Yeah, I was a little hesitant about committing because my schedule can be such a mess, but the service is really flexible. So you can change your delivery day, your food press preferences. You can skip a week whenever you need to, so you never end up with wasted food. And speaking of wasted food, I talk about this every time we do this ad, but I love so much that everything is pre-measured so you don't wind up with a bunch of leftover stuff that you don't know what to do with. Like all those spices. like Or like the scallions where you're yeah. just like, I need one stock. And oh you're my like, God, what always, do I do? It's always the scallions and like the garlic cloves. Yeah. Well, garlic stays a while. Yeah. I And let's talk about the food because like the service is great, but the food is excellent. It's so good. So the other week I made pork carnitas tacos and carnitas feels like something that is intimidating to me like I'm like oh that's gonna take a lot of time Mm -hmm. that's gonna be hard it was easy it was delicious it sounds hard I made pork carnitas tacos at home for myself I am my own hero I am proud of you thank you yeah so as always we have a treat for you for $80 off your first month of HelloFresh Go to HelloFresh.com slash BOP80 and enter code BOP80 at checkout. Guys, we're giving you $80 of food. So to repeat that, it's BOP, sorry. So to repeat that, that's HelloFresh.com slash BOP80. Enter code BOP80 at checkout. Um, That is a great deal. Yeah, get $80 off your first month. Mm -hmm. Good deal. Yeah. Do that. Eat carnitas tacos. Go do it. And we're back. Let's sh- let's shift gears to one of my favorite topics, skincare. So, Becca, why don't you start with this one? Are we just talking about the difference between summer and winter? I wasn't. Yeah, re- I, I wasn't think, really sure. I was just trying like, to follow just your the notes. products that you're loving right now. I guess for me, the difference between summer is like I've definitely been noticing that I am breaking out a little bit more than usual. So I've had to lighten up on the moisturizers. Mm. Um, 
And I always make, I use toner in the winter, but like I'm obsessive with toner in the summer. Okay. Yeah. I don't try as many products as you and I don't change my routine as much as you. So I think my products are generally, and my steps are the same. I just think my nighttime routine is more important because I feel like I sweat everything off and I also want like as little on my face as possible when I'm outside. Totally. So I just feel like I'm a little more committed to my nighttime routine, Mm -hmm. but the products are similar except for sometimes in the winter I have really dry skin. So I'll use night cream as day cream or I'll, I'll like really double down on the most moisturized I was wearing the jet lag mask as as moisturizer for a while like my skin is so dry so now I'm just using regular products but yeah and then the other thing um that I was gonna say is this is like body skin not face skin but the other thing is that I feel like my heels get so dry during the summer because I'm wearing sandals and I'm walking around in the city and like my heels crack and get so dry so the other thing that I'm going through at like an alarming rate is the uh, Walita skin food, which I put on my heels every night. Mm-hmm. That's a good one for heels. I'm trying to think what I've been doing for my heels. I also use one of those. Um, I have like an at home pumice stone stick that I use like probably almost daily. I have this thing that looks kind of like a cheese grater. Oh, I'm um, afraid to do that at home, but I, and I use it on my heels and it's wonderful. I know they, I, li- I like when they do that at the salon, but I'm afraid of doing that myself. Oh, don't be. It's totally fine. No. I love mine. Mm -mm. I love mine. Yeah. So my skincare routine is pretty much the same, um, except I've definitely been using, sometimes I'll use a lighter moisturizer. I love the Sisley Youth one. Um, Definitely use toner morning and night. Um, I see next we have hair in here, and I have a lot of very sage hair tips. Great. Share. I'm just kidding. When it's really (laughs) hot, I straighten my hair put it in a ponytail and wear the biggest earrings I can find. I like that strategy. If you see me on a hot day between now and whenever it cools off, like there's a 99% chance my hair is in a ponytail. I'm wearing big earrings and an Amazon nightgown. Like that is my summer look this year. I have these great earrings that I got from Bobble Bar that are um, off white and they kind of go with everything. And I've been getting a ton of wear out of them. So, yeah, that's that is my hair advice is like don't try. I'm a big fan of that advice. I do something similar in that well, for me to straighten my hair would be like an hour. Oh, it takes me half a minute cuz yeah. I just run a straightener over it and it's so quick. It does not take me that long. But I when my hair is wet, I will pull it into a bun. I will use the Mason Pearson hairbrush that Helena talked about in her episode and just get it all into like a nice tight bun throw on a big pair of earrings and that's my that's my do for the night I don't think my hair looks good in a bun it's in a bun right now I don't I think that I think a low bun with a middle part is a different situation I don't think that looks good on me interesting every time I try try it it, I feel like I look like an overly severe school teacher (laughs) that's what I feel like I'm telling you my truth well I'm a big fan of it I think that it's just a very easy thing to do would I wish hot. I mean I think Blair and Helena always look so chic when they do that and every yeah. time I've tried it I feel like it doesn't look good on me so I'm here for the ponytail yeah the ponytail is also great 
my hair is just like so it just gets so big this time of year that the ponytail can be really questionable so i'm thinking about getting a haircut because i haven't cut my hair in a year oh my gosh I'm just revealing. I'm like, I'm like, no, I don't stop dancing. I do nothing is my routine. But um, I haven't cut my hair in a year. It still looks healthy, so I don't really see any need to. It's the Olaplex you've been It using. is. It's the Olaplex. I'm convinced. It is like, oh, I should have done that today when I took a shower this afternoon. Um, it is like fundamentally changed my hair. And I feel like my hair is thicker because it's not breaking and it's growing. Mm-hmm. But it has been a full year... So I might go cut like a half inch off my ends. We'll see. That's really wild, Becca. A whole half inch. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just telling you, you asked about my, my hair routine. I'm getting a haircut yearly. I like it. Yeah. I don't cut my hair that often either. Yeah. Um, I do get the keratin treatment. And when I get that, I always have to cut it because it really will call to attention because my hair will be so straight. So mm. it'll like really highlight the fact that I have dead ends. Mm. Um. That's my big secret is the keratin treatment. I have a review of it on my blog. I go to Frederick Fakai. I love it. It just minimizes a lot of the frizz. My other frizz-proof thing is the Living Proof Anti-Frizz Line. So they have this spray. And Sarah, the same beauty blogger that recommended the Cozia Tinted Face Oil, recommended getting this thing called the Instant Defrizzer Spray. And if I'm, like, in a pinch and my hair is just, like, really big or, like, looking kind of crazy I'll just spray this all over and it definitely helps with the frizz I will tell you a thing that I'm interested in hair wise and I would be interested if anyone has tried it to tell me but I don't think I'm going to be the one to like start the domino effect do you get Facebook ads for this stick where it looks like mascara so it's like a mascara wand and it's natural oil and it's to get rid of like baby hairs and flyaways no, I've never. Because you don't that. really get baby hairs, but I have a lot of baby hairs, and so it, all my friends who have had kids have the baby hair thing. Well, because th- there's a lot of breakage for that. Yeah. But I just because I have thinner hair, you have really really thick hair, so I've never gotten that. I have like these weird frizzy pieces that come out from behind my ears. Mm. But anyway, it's this like mascara stick where you just you kind of like when you put your hair up, you just brush it back with this and it like keeps it in place Ooh! and every time I see it on Instagram I'm really interested I've I've swiped up a bunch of times however I have been burned by ads before so I I'm gonna serve me that ad now because so, we talked about it so yeah so I'm not baby willing hairs, to big I'm not willing to be the guinea pig but if somebody else has I would be interested maybe what I'll do is next time I see the ad I'll um see if they sell it on Amazon yeah, I mean, what is it, like $10? Yeah, I mean, I, I also think, I'm pretty sure that if you just took, like, a mascara wand and put it in any, like, really light oil, I think it's jojoba oil, you could probably do the same thing. But Or you could just use, like, eyebrow gel, like, clear brow gel would be fine. Probably. It would just sweep probably. it back. It would be a little stiffer. But the, the ads make it look really good. Interesting. Natalie was asking me if I had any advice for baby hairs, so now I'm going to tell her that. The random Instagram brand. Yeah. I'm gonna be like, I don't know, Becca said this, ra- look up baby hair mascara yeah instagram ad yeah yeah i am just really helpful today aren't you're i you're really helpful okay no recommendations no recommendations nothing to say does not don't care. know the name of the brand does not care about beauty products <laughs> just go on instagram and get served a weird ad and buy it uh, maybe i'm just hopefully i'm making people feel better if they're not trying as many things 
yeah. as you might be. I mean, a lot of my advice is, like, be low maintenance. Like, put your wet hair in a bun and, like, call it a day. I love the big earrings advice. Like, that's also a strategy of mine. Like, wear earrings that take away from how bad your hair looks. Yeah. Yeah, or because then you look my fancy. Because if yeah. you if you just wear a ponytail, I look like Sporty Spice. Yeah, but if I wear a ponytail with giant earrings, I'm J Lo. I would also add bright lipstick to that equation. The um the one the Revlon one I keep talking about is an, a great example of that. You look like you made so much effort because you put big earrings and lipstick on. Okay, you tell me about your nail routine, and I'm going to shop for statement earrings. I'll let you know what I find. Okay, so I. I've been getting a lot of like messages on Instagram about nail color and like what my favorite summer nail colors are. And to be honest, my favorite summer nail color is nothing. I'm just like skipping polish altogether. I love going and getting a manicure and just getting clear or having them just buff your nails. Right now I have this terrible gray on and I like hate my life. I When I saw you the day you got that, I was like, I wonder why she chose that. I don't know. I thought it was like really chic and I like had some events where I knew I was wearing black and I was like, it's going to look great. It's, it was a horrible choice and it, it was gel. So I've have it, I've had it on for like three weeks. It's coming off on Friday. But, um, if I have to pick a summer color because people want a color, I would say I love Essie geranium. It's like a really pretty red orange. I think Essie clam bake is another one. I also like Essie Fiji, which is a pale, pale pink. It's really opaque and pretty. Then, but for me, like, it's usually clear or Essie Mademoiselle. That's a really sheer pink. Um, I think those are just really easy. But I think that there is nothing nicer than, like, tan skin and no polish. I think it looks really pretty. Um, I will say I probably don't do manicures and pedicures enough. My feet are looking pretty rough from from the yoga retreat. But um, I'm going with a friend this week to get manicure and pedicure and I will not have any polish on when I do that how about you Miss Becca now that people know your preferred color my preferred Um, color it's a weird it's a weird DM people will be like I'm going to the nail salon what color should I get and I'm like like, I don't know you I don't know you (laughs) um so I am a notorious nail biter so I never um paint my fingernails or I rarely paint my fingernails um pedicures this summer i've been doing at home pedicures because uh can i say a weird thing yeah sometimes when i go get a a pedicure they take too much of my calluses off where i'm like i don't want to look like a a caveman which is like what i look like but leave me some callus because i walk a ton in the city so otherwise it's really painful if you don't have enough totally and i i don't know how to explain the balance between that to somebody and i always end up with like really smooth feet and then I'm like for the rest of the summer I'm like oh my god my feet hurt so badly so I've been doing at-home pedicures um my fave color I'm just gonna lift up my feet here is this like purple color this is pretty um this is an old pedicure but it's this like light purple and it's smith and colt and I I don't know how you pronounce it but the color is font font Leroy how do you spell it F-A-U-N-T-L-E-R-O-Y. That sounds right. All one word. Yeah. You didn't compliment me, so I don't think that you like this color. It's not my first choice. I'm very into it right now. There was a lot of... There There was girls on the retreat. One had that color. Another girl had a pale yellow. And another girl had a pale blue. I don't really like color on mm. on feet and hands. 
I'm not into blue this season. I used to be really into a light blue pedicure, but my, my mom had blue on. I did not like it. She listens to the podcast. She's gonna know. What I you know, think. mom. I don't like when you wear blue nail polish. So I'm really into <laughs> light purple this year, and if not, I just do like nude. Yeah, I like I like nude. I like mannequin hands and toes where it's like you can't like it's oh no i don't like that i think that it either needs to be one shade lighter or a couple shades lighter a couple shades darker than your skin i do not like when it looks like you have no oh i think it's really pretty grace (laughs) ew but basically like if i have a manicure like this is year round it's white black gray pale pale pink maybe if i'm feeling wild a red orange. I don't know what I'm doing with gray on my nails in summer. It's so upsetting right now. The worst thing I ever did was one summer I got blue as a gel manicure because I was like, that's such a pretty color. I saw it on like Blair Eady or someone and, and I hated my life for like three weeks. Yeah, you got to get a neutral for gel manicure because it's so high commitment. Yeah, this is this was a mistake. I really, I really like a clear gel manicure if we're being honest. I know that's like so boring, but it's just easy. I don't want people to think that I'm not paying attention right now, but I'm not. And I'm shopping for earrings right now on Lily Saduki. And there are some really good, um, like, acetate earrings. She has amazing earrings. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. She's so talented. Yeah. I'm really I into love everything. I'm, I might be buying these. Why don't you rent them on Rent the run- Runway first? Those are on there. I don't think they are. Yeah, they are. Are I they really? Them. Mm-hmm. Uh, sharing earrings doesn't feel great to me. I'm sure they're sterilized. Well, or you can put them you. in peroxide before you use them. What's next? Okay, what's next? Makeup. So I wanted to talk about what our summer makeup routines are like right now. And since you're not paying attention. I am. I'm paying attention. You're shopping for earrings. I will go first. Okay. So my makeup strategy right now is as little as possible because I'm actually melting. So one of the reasons I like a spray tan or a self-tan so much is because you can get away with a lot less makeup, I think, because your skin is, like, glowing and tan and beautiful. And so you can just do a little a little tinted moisturizer, which, frankly, I skip. Like, I like a coral lip balm. Um, I always have my brows done. I fill them in with a brow pencil, and then I set, like, set them in place, I guess is the right expression, with a brow gel, a little bit of blush, and a little mascara, and that's all you need. And if you're going out, like maybe a bright coral lip. Okay. I'm religious about doing my brows and my lashes no matter what. Not doing my lashes, just putting mascara on. I'm not like applying falsies or anything. Um, And a little lip balm. But um, because the thing for me is that being when I am in the sun, even if I have tons of sunscreen on, it makes my brows and lashes start to bleach out a little bit. So I get like white, like white little bits in my eyebrows and I get like white my the ends of my eyelashes get really white. So I have to put mascara on or I look like a weird albino. Not a weird albino. I just look strange. You don't like that look. I don't I don't like that look. I used to get my lashes tinted, and that was wonderful. Um, and my, you know what I really miss in the summer is getting lash extensions. Too, ma- too much maintenance. Way too much maintenance. But you wake up, you look beautiful. You are in the water and in the ocean, and you just look perfect. You don't have to worry about waterproof mascara or anything. It's like the best I ever looked when I had fake lashes, but it's too much work. I could not sit through the maintenance. It was, I think it's like an hour or two every two to three weeks. It's too much. It's too expensive too. Yeah. It's, it's, it's terrible, but I was just with, um, 
a friend who gets them and she just looked so pretty and I was like I miss that but I don't have the patience no and it's bad for your natural lashes it is but if you also use lash serum like new lash or something to strengthen them it's not as bad Mm. yeah Mm. it's it's a horrible waste of money it's horribly time consuming but that doesn't mean I miss I don't miss it and I'm not going to do it but I just still do miss it Mm. what about you um, so I told you that my product of the summer is the Charlotte Tilbury Wonder Glow. It's a wonderful product. I apparently use it incorrectly by putting it all over my face, but I, I'm fine with that. I only use it where I want the light to reflect, but I love it. I put it all over my face like a glowy primer, basically. Yeah. And then in the summer, I put on, I dot on concealer under my eyes and next to my nose, and then I use a beauty blender to kind of like yeah, I bump, do. bump, 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 bump it. A wet beauty blender, which I just learned. A wet beauty blender. Um, Bright coral blush, but I wear that year-round. Brows, mascara. And then I like... I'm really into any kind of lip product that makes it look like you just ate a popsicle. Like, I'm very into that kind of look. Have you tried the Glossier Gen X lipstick? That's their whole thing. I have not. You should try it. But I have a bunch of others that I like. It's not like yeah. I'm on the hunt for a product. I like something that's like a little corally or a little pinky that looks like you just kind of like yeah. eat a popsicle, but it's not, like not too matte, not too glossy. I like yeah. that kind of product too. Yeah. And then um, the other thing, so I talked about this a long time ago. This Anastasia Beverly Hills has this eyeshadow palette. It's called the Norvina palette. It's purple. Um, and inside there's a gold and a rose gold eyeshadow that are really nice. They're a little bit sheer. So I just put them on with my fingers if I'm going out at night. Yeah. I'm really into the Bobbi Brown um, cream eyeshadow sticks and I'll just put like the bronzy one. I forget the color. I think it's called bronze. I'll, I'll smudge it on and I'll just blend it with my finger. And it's like really easy, but really pretty. Yeah. Like I feel like the rule in the summer is unless you're going to like a very fancy event, like no eye makeup that you can't put on with your fingers. I like that rule. Yeah. I'm into that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next up. Are you, are we done with makeup? I think I'm done with makeup. Yeah. What about fragrance? I was surprised when I saw your answer here. Um, I've pretty much stopped wearing perfume. Why? Not sure. Laziness slash have forgotten about it slash work from home and it's not like a part of my step usually. I love perfume. I love it so much. I have like 30 perfumes on my little dresser in there I used to wear perfume I don't know it's something that kind of went out the window when I started working for myself when we were at Bolivar we had so much fun going to the Labo together I know I know I uh, but I'm in a smell like myself okay place right now I guess I'm not here to shame you for that like you should embrace your natural essence I'm just saving my money to spend on my apartment yeah just cutting corners all over the place no, I mean, that's not intentional. I just, I kind of fallen off the train. Yeah. But I take it from your enthusiasm that you have recommendations. I have a lot to say. So please, I'll continue to shop for your eggs. This, oh my God, pay attention to me. <laughs> you guys, well, now we're going to get reviews being like, Becca ignores Grace, which so you can leave that as a review and I'll I, approve. It is true. Just don't However, say I'm pretentious. <laughs> I'm, I just reminded myself that I want more big earrings. Yes. Always. Also, Rent the Runway. Now I'm like the spokesperson for Rent the Runway. But they have such great big earrings. I rented a really cool pair. I really cool don't want to share earrings. 
it's just the post. You just stick it. In I front. know. I would share earrings with you, but I don't want to share. You borrow my earrings all the time. I know. I would share earrings with you. Okay. Well, I want to talk about perfume. So, in the winter, I like both my home and my body to smell similar to a fireplace. So, I love La Labo Santal 33. I love... Oh, those earrings are cool. She's she's distracting me with <laughs> earrings. And, like, this is not fair because... <laughs> Because we can't show you guys the visual aid. Close your laptop. Close your laptop and focus on the I'm task listening. at hand. I'm listening. In the winter, you like Santal 33. And I like Maison Louis Marie. I'm going to get so many bad number reviews four. from this. Okay. <laughs> um, so that, those are my favorites. But in the summer, I just want to smell like an orange blossom. You know I love orange blossom. I like orange, orange blossom too as a smell. So right now I'm loving the new Byredo fragrance, which is called Sundays. It smells like orange almost like an orange blossom meets a creamsicle. It's really like sweet, but not saccharine sweet. It's oh, I'm interested in smelling that. So nice. It almost feels like there's a little sunscreen in there. It's like sexy, but it's sweet, but not too sweet. Oh, I'm going to put that on before I leave here. Yeah, you are. And then we're going to get you out of your fragrance rut. Then I have two orange blossom favorites that I actually bought on vacation. So the first one is the Koki Koki orange blossom fragrance. You can get it at Net-A-Porter. I bought mine in Tulum before they closed that hotel. Um, and then the other one is this orange blossom oil. It's just the orange blossom essential oil, which I bought when I was in Morocco with Becca. So it always makes me think of our trip in addition to smelling like an orange blossom. Aww. So we have one more category, then Becca can go back to earring shopping, and Tyrion's cat sitter, not cat sitter, cat groomer can come over and give him his lion cut. Guys, I'm buying a lot of earrings today. Now I'm on Mango, and they have some great earrings, just if you're keeping tabs. But what about deodorant? Let's talk about deodorant, because I think that, like... So this category was not deodorant. Oh, I see. Okay, just kidding. I have nothing for this. Um, I misread the topic i have something for the next one okay um i i don't use natural deodorant i have never found one that works for me i i think you need to like give it more of a try well so i first of all i don't want to do the research to smell bad um i'm allergic to coconut so you can't a lot of them have coconut in them what about vapor can you have that i don't know off the top of my head but there's a lot of uh, coconut-based natural deodorants. Mm-hmm. So I can't use any of those. I've tried a, f- a variety of the ones that don't have coconut, and I haven't found anything I like. So I'm still on the regular deodorant train. And I'm sure that, like, Tara Foley is listening and is, like, going to send me she's an angry email. She's making her list, and she's checking it twice. And, and I'm on the bad list. You're on the bad list. I know. Tara I know. and Indy are definitely listening. I know. Yeah. Um, I am going to look at the vapor one and see if it has coconut oil because it's magical. Is that the vanilla one? No, that's the one that is Palo Santo and blood orange. It smells so good. I want to say that it does that. I've looked that one up before, but maybe I'm wrong. So I alternate between the Copari. I love the new charcoal one and the vapor one, which is the Palo Santo blood orange. I just started testing Dr. Hauschka's rose deodorant. Spoiler alert, I don't think it works. Um, That's the problem. I'm having a, I have a really hard time. Like, I, like, Mega Babe, like, everyone loves Mega Babe. It smells so good. It does not work on me. I'm so upset because the new Sunny Pips one smells so good and citrusy. Oh, I don't like that one. I like the original, the smell of the rose one. 
Oh, I like the, the smell of both of them, but I love Sunny Pits. I think it smells so bright and happy, and it doesn't work mm. for me. Well, that was what I thought the question was, because I thought it was under the category header of hot weather products slash saviors, and I didn't see that it said deodorant. So on the other side, Mega Babe, the thigh rescue stick, yeah. I am a now and forever devotee of it. If you don't know what it is, it's like this deodorant stick that you put on your inner thighs so that you don't get chub rub. And it's not deodorant, just like a glidey formula. That, yeah. yeah. It like makes it so you don't get chub rub, and it's magic. I put it on every day. Well, if, if I'm wearing a dress. Yeah. I don't put it on if I'm wearing pants. Put it on every day. You want to know the other thing that you can use it for? Uh, blisters on your shoes. Oh, interesting. So I've done that before. I was at a wedding earlier this year and I'd been wearing heels a few days the same heels a few days in a row and they like had started to like rub in certain places and yeah. I remember seeing on Katie's story Katie Serino is the founder of Mega Babe, and she was a guest on the podcast I, I remember seeing that she said you could put it on your shoes so I tried it and I was like oh this works oh so smart and I, I always have it with me when I travel I gotta buy the Mega Babe body powder because I've been a sweaty monster oh I have some upstairs if you want it oh I do that's usually not my problem I'm just like Chub rub is my problem. Okay. <laughs> I think it's such a funny, a funny expression. Chub rub. I mean, it, it, it is what it sounds like. Yeah. I have a new problem, which I discovered. Yeah, I, I discovered this at the yoga retreat because you're like doing a lot of forward folds and looking at your feet, feet a lot. Um, I was mortified to learn that I have started to grow hair on my big toe. Just like a little. Like it's not, <laughs> it's not a huge amount of hair. But, um, I was like, oh, where did this come from? So Flamingo had sent me, I did a project with them and they sent me their razor, which I'm obsessed with, but they sent me wax strips and I don't wax my face, but I had these wax strips in my giveaway pile and I felt very resourceful last night because I waxed my toes using those strips. Oh, you, you waxed all of your toes as a preventative measure? Just one toe. Oh, just, just one toe. Just the big toe on each side. So two toes. I waxed two toes. Now I have nice smooth toes again. But I was like, you're fuck. making me self-conscious. Like, I need to go upstairs and check my toes. I was like, toes. do I have to start shaving my feet? Like, is this a new thing? And I will say that I love that body hair is now, like, it's, you do not have to remove your body hair if you don't want to. Like, back in the 50s, it was like, you have to shave everything. Like, I like that if you want to keep your body hair, do it. For me, I do not judge others on their body hair removal I personally like to get all of my hair off. I wax my bikini line and I shave my legs. I wax my toes now. I shave my armpits. I don't really have much arm hair. Well, so I have not been the most helpful participant in today's episode because I don't have that much to say. But I will tell you I'm on a journey right now that is not working out very well where I am doing laser hair removal on my armpits. So at the beginning of the year, I bought a package to do it because I wanted to use it as a test drive to do my armpits before I did my bikini mm -hmm. just to like see how it works because it's so much higher commitment. It's more expensive. It's a bigger area. So it hurts more to do your bikini. So I was like, OK, I'm going to see how my armpits go as like a trial run. And the thing I'll say is that it was much quicker than I anticipated. It's like each session is literally less than a minute yeah it's so fast but I do not think I I've done four sessions and I do not think that I I'm not thrilled with the results so far I they say six is how many but I feel like I should be further along than I am so I was really hoping to never have to shave my armpits again 
And I don't know that that dream is going to be come true. It's so I got laser on my bikini like probably eight years ago and everything grew back. So I'm mm. like a real laser hair removal skeptic. I think it's a ripoff, but I know that other people swear by it. So I don't know what to say there. Yeah, it's disappointing. I was shamed. Like I, I went to Completely Bare, which is now I think Spruce and Bond. So it was expensive. Like yeah, I had a bone. It was back when I was working at Cody. Like I had a bonus from them, and I used a big chunk of my bonus. It was like over a thousand dollars to get my bikini line lasered off, and uh, it grew back. So I was, I'm still bitter. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, I don't know. When you said you were doing that, I didn't want to be overly negative, but. Well, I mean, it wasn't hugely expensive, and I'm glad that I started with my armpits. I'm, yeah. My strategy was right. Yeah. If anyone is keeping track and would like to know, I've added four pairs of earrings to my cart. Please share the links with me, because I'll probably want them, too. Well, maybe we'll put them in the show notes. Becca's, Becca's earrings that she bought <laughs> during this episode while Grace talked about beauty products. Thanks for indulging me. So should we talk about ourselves a little bit more? Yeah. I mean, this whole episode is just talking about ourselves. Let's keep going. Why stop now? Becca, what are you obsessed with right now that's not a beauty product? I'm obsessed with my shelves. So I, my whole life, have wanted a wall of bookshelves in my apartment. There is nothing more glamorous to me than a wall of bookshelves. Do you know what I got last week? A wall of bookshelves. Sure did. It looks so good. Custom bookshelves that are gold and white, and they're so beautiful. I posted a picture of them on my Instagram, not filled. I will post a picture when they're done. I may have already because we're recording in the past, but oh, these shelves bring me a lot of joy. It took me, it took a lot out of me to come down here and leave my shelves, my shelf babies. I am living my, my dream. They look really good. Oh, Grace. It's... What do I do now that I've achieved all my dreams? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. What are you obsessed with? I am obsessed with my Dyson cooling fan. What's so that? It's a air purifier, and I had it in the living room for a long time, and I just moved it into the bedroom because I had to take the AC out of my bedroom because it was just too loud um, because, like, the, because it didn't fully fit the window. There was just like extra airspace, and any, I live on the ground floor, so anytime anyone walked by, I'd hear their full conversation. So I closed off the window, put in my Dyson cooling fan. It's wonderful. I've had this thing for a couple of years, but I'm only now just appreciating it. There's an app for it, so I can use my phone as a remote to control it. It um, oscillates. It's cooling. It also purifies the air, and it um, it makes like nice white noise that helps me fall asleep. I do like good white noise. I sleep better in the summer when I have my air conditioner running. Yeah. Um, what about on Instagram? Mine is someone that I met was up in Toronto and her name is Mireille and her Instagram handle is city.peach and she is based in Atlanta and she just has the cutest outfits, like things you wouldn't necessarily think to put on. I'm, I'm following fewer and fewer fashion bloggers cause I'm just bored by having like a bunch of skinny white girls and cute outfits as my Instagram feed. So I don't follow I don't add a lot of fashion bloggers to my feed, but I love her style. I think she's so cute and just like does a really good job at it. Oh, okay. How about you? Um, I'm still kind of on my no Instagram follows policy. However, I mean, I'm not really recommending this. I'm just telling you what I did. 
I I definitely followed the cast of my Israeli soap opera on Instagram. And um, the weirdest part about it is that all of their posts are in Hebrew. So I have no idea what they're posting about. But they're so good looking. So I mean, I talked about this last week as my obsession, but I'm obsessed with the Baker and the Beauty, which is this Israeli soap opera on Amazon Prime. And like, I'm just like really deep in this hole right now. The woman on it is like the prettiest woman I've ever seen. She has like a Julia Roberts like megawatt smile. I've got to get into this. I'm I know gonna, you really gotta. I'm gonna. I don't know. I I really don't. I'm not into TV right now. I will tell you if it helps tip your domino that I made my friend Rachel watch it when we were in London, and she was very skeptical. She was like, "Yeah, I have some reservations," and I made her watch it. We watched almost the full season when I when I was in London. She was so into it. She was like, oh, wow. "We were out one night," and she was like, "We have to go home so that we can watch our show." So, I don't know. That's an endorsement. Yeah. What about on reading? So, reading-wise, I am finished. I'm probably, like, 40% through with my friend Anna. It's actually taking me a little longer to read it than I thought it would. I thought it was going to be, like, something I could sit down and read in a day. Because you don't like it or because... I like it. I don't think... It's not as well written as I thought it would be. Oh, yeah. No, it's not that well written. But it's so salacious. It's salacious. I'm still enjoying it. I guess, like, sometimes... The author will just like I don't want to trash the book because I really do like it and I think everyone should read it because Anna Elvie is just fascinating. fascinating. But I um there's things I'm just getting tripped up on because mm. it's like the grammar isn't all. Yeah, you're not reading it yeah. for the writing. You're reading it for the no. gossip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear that though. Yeah. What about you, Becca? Um. So I read Fleischman is in Trouble by Taffy Brodesser Ackner. And I read it because I was influenced by the hype. I saw, like, everyone on Bookstagram posting about this. And it has a really good cover, too. Um, So I read this, and I am feeling mixed on it. So the premise of the book is this guy who has recently uh, gotten divorced. He's in his 40s. He's a doctor. And um, he's very into dating apps. And he's, like, reclaiming his sexual life and just like sleeping with all these women from dating apps. And um, he, his kids come to stay with him one weekend and his wife just like never comes to pick them up. So then he's kind of grappling with like figuring out who he is outside of his divorce and then uh, trying to like care for his kids. And it's um, why it's good has nothing to do with any of the plot. It's, it's written, it's about like a neurotic Upper West Side New Yorker, and it is like such a spot on portrayal. It's like this this anxious Jewish Upper West Side person, and you're. It's really, it's a really well done character study portrayal. Um, I really enjoyed the book until the last fifty pages, where it went off the rails for me. It's literary fiction, so I don't really think it's about it. Not liking the ending didn't ruin it for me, because you know when you're like. It's not about, like, I'm waiting for this twist. Yeah. The same way that, like, a thriller is or, like, a YA where you're like, I just want them to get together. So it didn't ruin it for me, but I just, like, I really liked the rest of the book so much more than I liked the last 50 pages. But I would recommend it. It's, um, it's good. And I think it, well, I think it was just, like, such a very good New Yorky story. Okay. I love a New Yorky story. Yeah. 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 If none of those wet your whistle, 
we have a great book for August. I am so excited to talk about three women. Oh I have God, a lot of thoughts. Wait. We have so much to talk about. By Lisa Tadeo. And um, it's a nonfiction book, which is rare for the podcast, mm-hmm. but um, it follows the sexual lives of three different women who are kind of all in different stages in their lives and in different situations. And it is very interesting because you kind of get to see behind the bedroom doors of people, but it is also just like very thought provoking about women's role in society and women's desires. I loved it. I, I'm on a soapbox about this one, so I would love it if you read it with us, and we'll talk about it the last week of the month. It's a fantastic book. You're going to really enjoy it. In the meantime, buy tickets to our live show. Yes, go buy them right now, badonpaperpodcast.com backslash live. Did I do a better job? Yeah, you did a better job. Yeah. It's and a lot of words. Buy your tickets. Follow us on Instagram so that you know what's going on in our lives when we, when we come to your city for the live show. Yeah. Tell a friend. Tell, tell a friend, friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. That's all we got. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.